to the Happy Whole You podcast. I'm Anna Marie Frank, your brain health and wellness expert. Here we talk about all things wellness with a focus on how your brain functions. So the daily impact of our physical, nutritional, financial, even spiritual lives, how they impact our brain, including how we navigate all of our relationships on a daily basis, all have a major impact on how our brain functions. So get ready to rewire your biology and your brain because we have a lot of great information ahead. Hello, hello, amazing, beautiful humans. Here we are, episode number 11, I believe, and I have somebody super special on this podcast for you. Her name is Dr. Sandra Kaufman, and she wrote this book called The Kaufman Protocol, which I read and absolutely loved. I reached out to her on Instagram and was able to connect. And yeah, so you're about to hear an awesome podcast. She's super knowledgeable, and I just am in awe listening to her. It's like I'm a kid in a candy store. I just want to just like absorb everything and take everything in from her. But before we jump in, I want to read you a quick little bio on her because she has such an amazing background. So Dr. Kaufman, she began her academic career in the field of cellular biology. She earned her master's degree from the University of Connecticut in tropical oncology and plant physiology. Turning to medicine, she received her medical degree at the University of Maryland and completed a residency and fellowship at John Hopkins in the field of pediatric anesthesiology. For the last seven years, she has been the chief of pediatric anesthesiology at Dr. Joe Domingo Children's Hospital, a nationally recognized center of excellence. So her avid interest in the science of anti-aging began many years ago as an intense hobby. Utilizing her knowledge in cellular biology, human pharmacology, and physiology, <laughs> that's a tongue twister, all that, this hobby has now become a main focus. The Kaufman Protocol represents years of non-clinical research leading to the first ever comprehensive theory of aging complete with an explanation of why we age and the tools to decelerate the process. So Dr. Kaufman has also lectured at RadFest, People Unlimited, and so many other places she's spoken at and been on so many different podcasts, such as the Ben Greenfield podcast, Bulletproof podcast, and now the Happy Whole You podcast. So she's absolutely amazing. And yeah, we're going to jump right in. So listen up. All right. So, hey guys, I am here with Dr. Sandra Kaufman and she wrote this amazing book that one of my clients gave me called The Kaufman Protocol, Why We Age and How to Stop It. So I wanted to jump on a call and a podcast with Sandy because she has so much great information and she actually practices what she preaches, which is wonderful when you can connect with a doc or anybody that promotes anti-aging or health they're actually practicing what they preach. So, Sandy, could you jump in and just share with people, I, I give them a little bit of your bio at the beginning of the podcast, but is there anything you want to share with people about yourself with your own journey with anti-aging? 
that is an excellent question since I have absolutely no idea what you said ahead of time. I do <laughs> want people to know. So I am in my early 50s. I'm 51. I started this kind of crazy quest in my late, uh, maybe mid 40s, I guess. I was a cell biologist and I decided to try to figure out what we could possibly do to not age. Admittedly, it started out and I thought it was sort of ridiculously kind of crazy as well. Everyone around me told me I was nuts. The good news is I discovered that you can actually decelerate aging significantly. It's not hocus pocus. It's absolute cell biology. I think I have done all of the hard work to try to figure it all out. And the good news is that now anyone who wants to try just a little bit can sort of benefit from all of my labors. Yes, and I'm definitely benefiting from all of your labors and all your hard work because you put it together so beautifully in your book that makes it easy and anyone can do it. It's a no-brainer. So if you could share with everybody, what are some of your daily routines you do to prevent aging? Oh gosh, you do not want to ask me that question. <laughs> One, you really don't. One of the reasons that I started doing this is because I am the world's worst eater. I'm a junk food junkie and people want to hear about keto diets and starvation diets and all of these wonderful things. And I don't do any of that. And the reason I don't is because life is too short to suffer miserably. And I think that there are molecular ways of cheating the system. So for example, instead of starving myself for you know, 14, 16, 18 hours, I take something called caloric restriction memetics, which tells my body that I'm starving despite the fact that I'm not. So, you know, I don't want to dissuade people from leading healthy lifestyles, but I can avidly admit that I don't really do as well as I should. Uh, I do, yeah. however, I'm an avid exerciser. So that's one thing that people can emulate. I'm a rock climber. I'm a mountain climber. I swim a lot. I lift weights. I do all of those wonderful things that we're supposed to do to maintain our health. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things, as you know, that we can all do to kind of hack into our own biology and, and make ourselves, you know kind of, you know, cheat a little bit, if you will. And, and I think that's okay. <laughs> so I hope so. What, what would be like your non-negotiables with anti-aging? Like what, do you have any non-negotiables that you are like, nope, I do this regularly? Well, I have to take, so if anyone looked at my drug cabinet, they'd probably have a heart attack because I take <laughs> probably 40 some agents on any one given day, which is absurd, admittedly but there are probably five to 10 that are non-negotiable, as you would say. Okay. And, and the reason for that is you age in seven categories and you must fight off each category every day. The rest of them can sort of vacillate depending on you know, activity levels and, and what you eat and what you do and that sort of thing. But I will tell you that if you don't attack each category every day, you're going to not decelerate the aging process. And would you like to share what those seven categories are or what those 10 supplements or agents are that you use? Absolutely. So I don't know if anyone out there has read my book. If they have, fantastic. If you haven't, not a big deal. Hopefully you will. But I decided that you age in seven cellular categories. And very briefly, because this is extraordinarily uh, sort of dry and boring, but you age because your DNA ages. You age because your mitochondria sort of bite the dust. There are aging and anti-aging pathways that we can turn on and off. There are repair mechanisms, uh, and that's for DNA and protein, and I throw autophagy in that category. 
Your immune system sort of doesn't do what it's supposed to do over the course of time. The sixth category I call individual cell requirements, which is everything from stem cells to senescent cells to the just acknowledging that, for example, a liver cell is different than a red cell. And then the last category is waste management, and that has to do with glucose management, which leads to AGE products and lipofusion accumulation, et cetera. So those are the seven tenets of aging. In order to stave them off sort of most effectively, I developed something called the panacea, which is essentially five top agents. The first one is something called pterostilbene, and resveratrol works roughly the same way. And whereas it does many things, the most important thing is that it activates your sirtuins, which is the pathway category. Second thing is astaxanthin. The third thing is nicotinamide riboside and or NMN. You, everyone after the age of 40 becomes nicotinamide deficient. And if you don't sort of reallocate nicotinamide, a lot of functions of your cells sort of uh, don't do very well. Carnosine is extremely important as a transglycosylating agent. And then curcumin is the last one that's extremely important that I cannot live without. It is on top of being an anti-inflammatory, it cleans out life effusion, it does just absolutely phenomenal things. So if anyone wanted the top five, that's it. That's the panacea. And then other things that I sort of do and take is just sort of basic to me. That was really long-winded. I'm sorry. No, I love, I love every minute of it. And I'm glad because I take those five things too. So I'm, I'm proud of myself. (laughs) Um, Yay. Good job. (laughs) So, okay. So one, one agent that I was actually talking to one of my running buddies about and was encouraging him to take it, but then he did some research and said, Hey, that causes cancer. Cause you know, there's, there's the good and the bad with everything. The nicotinamide ribozine. So Mm -hmm. he, he was saying, and I was actually listening to another podcast, but, um, but there was, there was a research done on it and it wasn't the ribozine. There was, there's another type of agent, but anyways, it was shown in rats to increase cancer growth. And so my question to you is, I I mean, is that happening because it increases, you know, the mitochondria function? And if we have those, those cancer cells going on, if we fuel our energy pathways, is it going to increase the cancer from, from growing? Or do you have any insight on that? Right. So actually, it's a very good question. And they, people cite the study all of the time. The reality is, is anything that's going to make a regular cell function better has the potential to make a cancerous cell function better as well, right? Okay, yeah. Right, so so basically, so the interesting thing about nicotinamide is it does four things in your body. So number one, it's in the electron transport chain, and without it, you don't make energy. So when people get very tired, I hear you know people all the time in the afternoon, I just don't have the energy that I used to have. That is probably a nicotinamide deficiency. And within 10 days of supplementing it, people's energies tends to sort of bounce back, which I think is just astounding. But so that, that's number one thing that it does. Number two is that actually the molecule itself is taken apart and put into your DNA to help DNA repair mechanisms. So there are pros and cons to this cancer business. So you can, and in essence, it can make cancer better because you're delaying DNA damage, which is fantastic. 
thirdly, it's a necessary coenzyme for all of your sirtuins. So you can take, you know, pterostilbene, resveratrol, all these sirtuin activators out, you know, you can take as many as you want, but if you have a nicotinamide deficiency, they're not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, it serves as a communication device in the Oxfox system in your cell between the nucleus and the mitochondria that tells your body what your energy level is. Mm-hmm. So four very, very, very important things don't work if you are nicotinamide deficient, right? Unfortunately, it's an, it works for a normal cell and a cancer cell, as I sort of said. So you have to sort of decide. If you are a cancerous person, you need to have yourself checked out before you start any of this. It's not just nicotinamide. Anything that makes cells function better is going to be applicable to all cells. Yeah. Oh, that totally makes sense. That's great information. Absolutely. I can't wait for him to um, listen to this podcast and get your take on it. <laughs> well, and it's just... It's, it's just really interesting. People, I mean, nicotinamide has been shown to be so important that there's, there, there's nicotinamide wars going on right now. There's nicotinamide riboside, which is trademarked. Then they came out with NMN to sort of battle it out. David Sinclair, I think, is a big sort of uh, believer in, in that one. Mm-hmm. You can get nicotinamide IV. You can get it IM. There's nicotinamide patches because it's so important and everyone's trying to corner the market because they know the money's there because the research is there. You know, yeah. and I, I don't have a horse in the race. I don't really think it matters what mechanism you get it by. It's just a matter of, I think you need it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I do find it interesting. Sometimes, you know, people will, you know, I'll post something or people, you know, I'm saying, you know, supplements and use them. And this is the benefits that, you know, and they'll be like, well, what about cancer? What about cancer? And then it's like, and sometimes I'm like, well, wait a minute, are, are you eating pizza? Like, once a week or you're eating like all this other junk food, like you got to do something. Right. And so I think it is good to start somewhere. I'm, I love like resveratrol and the curcumin is like two that I take, you know, three times a day. Cause I know it only stays in the system for just a short period of time. That's kind of the downfall of, of those agents. But I think it's important that, you know, we all supplement in some way to kind of get that cutting edge or just to, to help ourselves out. Because to be honest, you know, we're not eating how we used to eat. And, you know, there's all these environmental things and all these other things that go on. And as, as much as we can protect ourselves and increase these energy pathways, I think we will end up ahead, essentially. Without a doubt. And what I, I do like, I want to put this out there, because I think it's sort of funny. As you said, people don't eat like they used to. People have never eaten very well, ever. Ever in the history of humanity have they ever eaten very well. We've always had, you know, duck fat, this fat, that fat, the other fat. You know, historically people died because food was too tough and their, and their teeth sort of fell out. You know, the Egyptians probably ate better than anyone else, but they ate a lot of sand, so they didn't do so well either. So the reality is, is there was no golden age of diet where everyone was perfect. There just wasn't. But we have to sort of assume that regardless of where you're starting, we can absolutely make it better, right? Like we all know that regardless of what you eat, and some is obviously worse than others, that your inflammatory system acts up over the course of time. So we all know that, you know, an inflammatory state increases the risk of cancer. Therefore, if you take anti-inflammatories, you are by definition decreasing the risk of cancer, right? Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, Right. If you are decreasing glucose intake or decreasing the effects of glucose, you are decreasing the risk of cancer. So all of these things are manipulatable if you know what they are. Yes. Yes. Oh, I love that. And what a great perspective. Just you going back and saying that 
you know, we've never really eaten well. And yeah, I never thought of it that way. So that was really, that was awesome. And then you talked, you just said right there at the end about the glucose molecules. So I've been dabbling into the metformin and I know, you know, Oh, good for you. (laughs) David Sinclair, I've heard him speak of it about that as well. And now if people can't get metformin, is there any other agent that you would say, Hey, this can, if you can't get metformin, this would be another agent that could help with that glucose molecule and separating it. So the answer is yes. And let let me back up just a little bit. So there's kind of a neat company and it it sounds, I swear it sounds like Quaalude and I don't know why they named it this, but it's called Qualitude, Q-A-L-Y-T-U-D-E. It's an online company and it was started by doctors who want to help people get anti-aging meds. Okay. So if you go on there, you can actually put your information in and they will absolutely guarantee that you can get metformin. So that is no longer as restrictive as it used to be, which is a really great service because I can only help people in Florida since that's where my medical license is. And a lot of primary care physicians are sort of still kind of opposed to this despite all the positive evidence. That being said, if you don't want to take metformin itself, the issue with metformin is it does so many amazing things that it's hard to replicate in just one item. Mm-hmm. So metformin, you know, it activates your AMP kinase, it activates some sirtuins, it's a partial mTOR inhibitor, it changes the flora of, of your gut, your microbiota. Obviously, it has glucose uh, changes, which are, which are beneficial. But overall, it's just a magnificent molecule, and it's hard to replicate. So what I sort of do when people ask me that is I will take the number system and sort of find things that add up to the appropriate numbers. Okay. So, so everyone wants to know if a berrien is the same, and the answer is, well, it helps with glucose, but no, it's not the same. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, metformin is, is where it's at. <laughs> There's no it, substitute, it, really. There, there is no substitute, and it's so benign. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Okay. And so that's quaalude.com. Can you say that one more time? Yes. In fact, I am looking it up right now because I always spell it incorrectly. Okay. Q-A-L-Y. T-U-D-E. Okay. And I'll add that in the show notes for everyone. That's great. Awesome. All right. So I have two more questions for you. Actually, you know what? Really fast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Can we go back to the metformin for just a sec? Absolutely. So there's two caveats to taking metformin. Caveat number one is because it is a partial mTOR inhibitor. Over the course of time, people will become sarcopenic, meaning muscle wasting. Oh. So anyone on metformin should be on some form of branch chain amino acids or just leucine. Oh, okay. Caveat number two is you tend not to absorb B vitamins as well. So people should be on some sort of multi-B enhancer. Okay, awesome. That is great information. I'm going to add that in the show notes as well. Thank you for that. Okay, so last two questions. This one's probably going to be a hard one for you. I don't know, maybe not. If you only had 10 minutes to exercise a day, what would you do? 10 minutes? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know because I know you love exercise. <laughs> oh my gosh, 10 minutes. Uh, it depends when the time clock starts. I suppose I would be on a rope climbing a 5'11 somewhere. Okay. 
all right rope climbing <laughs> well yeah um, i'm a rock, i'm a rock climber but it takes you climb for about two hours when you go unless you go outside and it's then it's like an all-day affair but climbing is the most amazing sport in the entire world and i would do that for 10 minutes okay i love that so when i i, I did rock climbing a couple times in my life and one thing that they taught me was not to pull really with my arms, but to push up from my legs. Is that appropriate? Yeah. Okay. That is extremely accurate, especially as a girl. Okay. All right. Okay. Last question for you. So for 2020, what is one skill or gift that you have that you would like to share more of with the world? That is an excellent question. Well, I can tell you something that would theoretically be in private, but all of your listeners will learn this. I am in theoretical meetings with QVC. So with any luck, fingers crossed, I will be able to bring my protocols to people in a very simplistic, easy to get, less expensive fashion so I can bring anti-aging to the masses. That is amazing absolute fingers crossed because if that doesn't work then i have to do it the old-fashioned organic way well i'm rooting for you because like i said your book is absolutely amazing and yeah i mean if people just really could grasp even like the five agents that you shared the how they will feel i know with clients that i have that just go on the resveratrol curcumin and then the nad I mean, they start feeling amazing within a couple weeks. So, oh, wow, that's exciting. So definitely keep me posted. And I will keep all our listeners posted and everyone on Instagram and Facebook post on this. So we're rooting for you in 2020 to make that happen with QVC. They'd be silly Yay. not to work with you. <laughs> well, I, I hope so. That, you know, I, I, you know, all of my limbs are crossed. And uh, I just, I hope I can do it not only for me, but I just think bringing anti-aging to people that don't quite get it will benefit everyone. You know, they'll feel yeah. better. Their, their morbidity and mortality goes down. It's just, I think it just, it helps humanity. I hope. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, it, and I love it because it's, it's cellular anti-aging. It's not just the, the Botox and the skin peels and the, you know, what's going on on the outside really anti-aging starts from within. And, you know, I think in our society, a lot of times we look at just the outside, but it's so important on what's going on on the inside. hundred percent. I preach that every day. So thank you so much for saying it. <laughs> and, and, and you'll laugh. I call the Botox and the, uh, the peels. I call it spackle. Oh yes. Cause you, you can yeah. spackle your way to beauty, but it doesn't help the infrastructure. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. I love that. I love that analogy. <laughs> awesome. All right, Sandra. Well, thank you so much for your time. And we really appreciate the work that you've done. And yeah, we'll keep everyone posted on QVC and all your other work that you have. Appreciate it. Thank you so very much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us today, you guys, on this Happy Whole You podcast. We are so stoked that you are listening. And if you have questions or want to reach out to us, you can always email us at info at happywholeyou.com. And you know where to find us at Happy Whole You on Facebook and at Happy Whole You on Instagram. So have a wonderful day. Have a great week. And we will see you soon.